to meeting one uh, of the full town council meeting for Frodham Town Council. Um, again, before I start, uh, for the purposes of the recording um, and for my personal benefit, I just want to welcome um, all of our newly elected councillors, returning councillors and our new co-opted councillors have just been co-opted tonight. So um, welcome everyone, um, really looking forward to working with you over the next 12 months um, and putting Frodham first. So, good. So, agenda item number one. Joe, do we have any apologies for absence tonight? I have apologies from Councillor Pennington and Councillor Neal. Okay, thank you. Uh, agenda item number two. Um, declarations of interest. Does anybody have de any declarations of interest of items that are on tonight's agenda? Nope. Great. Uh, item number three is approval of the minutes, and this is to approve and sign the minutes of the full town council meeting that was held on the 24th of April. Does anybody have any queries on the minutes that were circulated to the agenda? No? Okay, that is signed. Um, while I'm signing these, then, uh, item number four, which is the request for members of the public to speak. I note we do have members of the public here. We do have members of the public speak um, here. Firstly, can I congratulate both Helen and Bernie on their uh, election to chair stroke vice chair. Um, in the interest of fairness, uh, as you know, I've regularly spoken at this council about attaching reports up front to allow the public to peruse them uh, and then obviously have a way of commenting. That's open, it's transparent, etc. Uh, there are two items on the agenda tonight, uh, item five and item six. Sorry, Neil, I appreciate you, you, you are full of things, but it would be nice to see the written reports from both the police and the two quack councillors. Oh, thank you. Uh, so we can have a look at them up front, please. Uh, we'll be on the, on the um, website. Uh, they were received this weekend, so that's why they weren't there any sooner. Have we got a copy of the quack councillors' reports, please? No. Well, given the, uh, as I say, in the interest of fairness, it was regularly pointed out that Lynn and uh, Chris, Chris did not attach minutes. I think fairness, I'm going to, going to say, flip side, they need to be attached, please, in advance. So we can uh, then ask, in public speaking time, our quack councillors, or in effect FTC, to then represent our views to quack councillors, please. Chip, do you need my report earlier than each, every biannual, please? Yeah, if you could get it to me the one Wednesday before the council meeting on Monday. I do have copies of the report if anybody wants them, I've got them with me. Thanks, Adam. Typos in there. 
Okay, so uh, thanks Ian. So moving us on then to item number five, which is our policing report. So there was a report that um, Neil circulated. Does anybody have any questions for Neil in relation to his report? Wow! I like this. Can I just say, uh, you know, I could just open the door now and run wild, but as as most of you will know, this last year has been quite probably my most challenging one in my 16 years doing this job. And in April, it was 11 years of production, and uh, it has been the most challenging year. But that said, the support I've been given from this council has been second to none. Really, I'm not just saying that. I've mentioned it to Helen on a couple of occasions that I feel uh, it's, I, I don't know, I feel quite humbled by it, to be honest, because there are times when I've gone, attended these meetings with reports, and, and this one is, still doesn't look good, but it's, it is an improvement. We are, we are getting better, we definitely are getting better. But there are times when I've attended this meeting, I thought, I'm going to get railroaded here. And that was, that was totally the opposite. The support I was given was probably kept me going at times when I've doubted whether I'm in, still in the right role or still in the right area. So a big thank you to, to all of you for, for that. And, you know, you've got my commitment that I will continue to work alongside yourselves and try and make production as good as possible. So thank you. Well, we we just like to thank you, Neil. Uh, we know it's been you, you've not had an easy ride this year, um, but you, you know you do amazing things, particularly with the youth and, and children in Cochin. And I'd just like to say, and this was um, at, at Richard's behest, we have written to the police um, and crime commissioner um, and just basically outlined the, the support that you know we we want you to have as well. We know that the increase in in police patrols um, in project has made a difference. So we have asked, um, as much as you know, we can support you, that actually you receive some support from, from the police as well, and that they, they continue um, to give you that back up in terms of um, actual police support going into project. Which There is one thing that I, I, I missed off the report, um, and that is every year in the summer, I do woodwalks around four wards. Mm -hmm. And it slipped my mind until today. It totally slipped my mind that uh, it's it's coming up. It's the summer, isn't it? So um, it, with that in mind, I will send Joe a list of dates and wards, and then hopefully you can come along on those dates just for an hour or two, just walking around. Your you can come to any of them. So if you're a Lakes Ward councillor, but you want to come to another one, that's fine. Don't care. You could all. All 16 of you could come, that's fine, it's not a problem. But there's one for each ward and we'll walk around that ward and we'll discuss some of the issues around that ward, some of the things that we're, we're putting in place if we need to put things in place. Um, and if you're not able to make any of the, the ward walks and you want to come out with me any time, that's not an issue. You see how little I actually do. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'll send you a list of, of dates for the summer. And we'll, we'll arrange those more stuff. Brilliant. And I can actually highly recommend um, going out with, with Neil um, and going out on the ward walks because it's, um, it's, it's insightful. And, and it's really enjoyable as well. 
it is, but no, I really do. Um, I would you know, welcome any councillor to go to go out on the ward walks. Um, That's what I'd like to say as well, uh, just particularly for Waterside. Work, working with the uh, housing officer from with the Fair Housing Trust has been. She's amazing. Yeah. She really is since she's come on board. Yeah, I think you know, that's really important yeah. that she's done the ward walks. So yeah, well, we do a regular, we've got one on Wednesday. Me and yeah. Jane are going to go for a walk about on Wednesday together as well. So, uh, yeah, she's been a breath of fresh air. Definitely. Thanks very much for your time. I'm going to no go problem. and go and score. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, Neil. Thank you. Uh, agenda item number six. Sorry, sorry, can I just, oh, I'm sorry. I just wanted to ask a question. Yeah, of course. When we get the report, I mean, that's another one to ask another But when we get the, the report, we've got the location rather than information. Should we not have some sort of action? They can only legally give us such information. Sorry, John. They will only give us information of the system, and that's the only information we're told it's in hand. Right, so they, so they can't give actions that's taken to, to whatever is on this. But we can, I mean, that's why Neil turns up, um, you know, to answer any questions, obviously, where, where I can leave that, that, that comment to him and yeah. see if he can. Because I think, I mean, the information is great. What can, what can read and probably, but it's just this stuff down what's happened. As a result of? With a result of this, what action was taken to reprimand that action, whatever you want to call it. That, that's all the question was asking, and what was you know, put in place to prevent the same action happening again. That, that's all the question. Yeah, no, that's, that's good. We'll feed that back, Jim. Yeah, we feed that back to Neil um, and to see what he can provide for us there. Mm. Um, in terms of follow-up. Yeah. Okay, but, but please, you know, when Neil comes down, he's here to answer any yeah. questions you've yeah. got as well. And so he, he, he would have been able to answer that question yeah. better than me. But shot off a bit quick. <laughs> oh, <I know. laughs> okay, is that all right? Yeah. So item number six um, is our Cheshire West and Chester Council councillors. And I'd like to welcome um, Lucy and Mike. Um, our newly elected board of councillors. So this is a slot that um, Lucy and Mike will have moving forward on full, full town council meetings, um, and it will be a, a written report that we see in advance that we get, and then we can ask obviously any questions that we might have of, of Lucy and Mike. But just bear in mind, you are very new councillors at the moment. I know you've only just kind of gone through your induction process as well, so we'll be gentle with you tonight. Okay. <laughs> I'm more than happy to supply a written report going forward. Yeah. It's just, um, you know, it was many inductions and various things so far, but we can make sure that's been done. Brilliant, thank you, Lucy. Yeah. I, I think I would just like to say, the comments that have been passed on for the support for the families. We've been very difficult circumstances, as we've emerged from the pandemic, it's been very challenging for, for policing all around. And the idea of this ward walks with this all attending sounds very good. I'm just wondering whether you'll walk around with this crunched up his head and say, follow me. Um, I know Lucy and I will probably talk about different things, but going forward, I think, you know, I'd like to say thank you for inviting us to come on to these meetings to keep you informed, because together we're the voices of the people of Frodsham, and that's how we get back and communicate with everyone together. Some of the things I was going to talk about, I've written three things, uh, four things down, and two of them have already been covered. So I'm not going to spend too, too much time on them. The first one 
is the leisure centre. And as Lucy has explained, there's a new council officer been appointed to take the lead on this. That's someone called Anna Ranger. And I hope it's someone that we will all get to know, not just us here in this room, but right across the Flodgen community. Anna, apparently, by all accounts, is very dynamic. We are to have a face-to-face -face meeting with Anna to discuss things. Because, to be quite truthful, the leisure centre, or the community, hope call it what you will, it has drifted and it needs to be refocused and we need to find out what's going on. As Lucy has said, the actual scheme and the plans and so on still need to be developed, still need to be finalised and so on. But for me, to call it the leisure centre, I, I look at it more as a community hub which fits in with what Fiona Barry mentioned about the library and so on. It's a community hub with leisure facilities because one person's idea of leisure may be pounding away in a gym, maybe going for a game of squash, but it may actually just be sitting there reading a book or having a coffee with someone. Everyone's idea of leisure is important and people's fitness and well-being and healthy lifestyles are so important. So that will be probably losing as main priority over the coming months. That's working with you all to try and get that leisure centre, whatever it may be called, in this current location up and running. The next thing I want to talk about was civic pride and I think Ian's mentioned that already. I think right across Brodgham we've got so many excellent community groups and so on and what we need to do is bring them all together. And they, they do try and do that, you know, they do try and work together, but it's having that pride in our communities which is so important. The third thing I'm going to talk about, which hasn't been mentioned, and I'm quite surprised I had it so far, and I'm going to mention it very, very briefly, and it's potholes. Uh, <laughs> we all know the state of the roads in Flodgham, and what Lucy and I hope to do for the next meeting is to give you an idea of what the programme of works is across to try and deal with the, the pothole problem. But to give you an idea and the indication of the problem right across this borough, and potholes is something right across the whole country, to fix and repair all the potholes in Cheshire West would cost £20 million. Cheshire West and Chester have got a budget for potholes of £3 million. Now what we're hoping to do is divert as much of that £3 million into this area, Frodsham and the surrounding villages as, as possible. But we'll give you a more complete written report for the next meeting. And, and then finally, and it's policing matters. I think Lucy and I were determined to work with Neil and his colleagues <coughs> in Cheshire Constabulary to try and improve the lives of us all. And, and I'm very minded that a lot of the issues can be taken back to as we've emerged from the pandemic and the fact that a lot of people, particularly younger people, have lost their their way really. They haven't got that sense of responsibility and pride that perhaps they would have had because of the impact of lockdown itself. And we need to, to address that and that's all of our responsibilities. Now that's all I want to say. I know Lucy's got some other bits that she wants to say so I'll hand over to Lucy. Yeah, so uh, I was just kind of going to talk about our first few weeks in the council with attending induction day and that was a really nice opportunity to get to know the council officers and build those relationships that are going to be really important so we can deliver on the manifesto that we were elected to, to do. Uh, we're just in the process of arranging some initial meetings with some of those council officers to look at things in more detail. And uh, everyone's been appointed to committees. We've been to our first council meeting and there was a motion passed. Uh, it was around mental health and it got cross-party support and it was you know, about how a large body of research shows that good mental health is essential for individual well-being, a happy, healthy society and a prosperous economy. So that's something that everybody was really, really wanted to get behind and it's just better for everyone. 
it was as Mike says the uh, potholes they've been been quite a hot topic um, we're, we're going to be monitoring that carefully and as, as Mike says getting as much funding as that towards Frogham as we possibly can and uh, you know we're, we're wanting to deliver on our four missions for Frogham which is quality social care, about opportunity and education, pride in the town and also environmental concerns. There might be a number of you have questions. If we don't have any of the specific data to hand to be able to answer you right now, um, we will take it away and we can try and find those answers. I don't necessarily have every um, every fact and figure embedded in my brain right now, but I can endeavour to find those for you if it's, if it's something that we can't answer right Brilliant. Thanks, Can I Lucy. ask one question, please, on hot tubs? The um, fancy machine that they've been trialling, are they going to continue with that, or has it just gone back then? Yeah, well, what it is, um, the fancy machine is called the JCB Pothole Pro, mm -hmm. and it was on trial in Cheshire West, as Judith is referring to. Yeah, they did some in Kingsley. They yeah, in Kingsley. and, and it, they, they couldn't make any announcement because the, that trial period ended during the period of Perda when there could be no announcement made for the period of political influence. But it was a great success and they're going to, to press on with that. And this is a machine which kind of repairs potholes in a timely, effective and efficient manner. Um, a lot of the trials couldn't be done until after the frost period had passed because you can't repair a pothole in the frost. But I think we've all got to agree that the state of our roads is just dreadful. It's, it's, it's shocking. And the brief conversations Lucy and I have had with the officers of the council is they're going to introduce a 10-year programme in which you will know when things are going to be done and that the programme itself will prioritise areas and then even potholes themselves will be prioritised so the dangerous ones will be dealt with first. Uh, and all I will say is that I asked about whether if Lucy and I prepared a dossier of potholes, so a report with photographs, whether that would have any in, stronger influence on the work being done. And the simple answer is no. So what, what, what I would stress to you all to do as, as local councillors, as I'm sure many of you have it, is to get the reported app from Cheshire West onto your their smart devices. Because if you take a photograph on that and submit it, that gets logged, that gets entered onto the system. Because what they said to me is, if you send us in a, a dossier with all the photographs and the locations, what will happen, that will be given to an officer to input into the Pothole Pro app and will join the queue there. That said, I do hope that we will have a little bit of bending of ears going on. So as Lucy's alluded to and we've said, a little bit more funding coming this way wouldn't go amiss. Thanks, Mike. Any other questions for Mike and Lucy this evening? Okay, brilliant, thank you very much for your time. So, uh, agenda item number seven, which is our accounts. Uh, so, to note that the expenditure in months one was £15,788.48. Uh, the income was 30, no, that can't be right, Joe, 350, yes, 4,058. The comma in the wrong place. Income was 35, yeah, sorry, 354,000. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, 05850. Yeah, um, and that was including the precept, which was 350,921. Uh, to note that the balance uh, and the co op instant access account on the 30th of April was 25,442 pounds 63 pence. 
to note the balance on the co-op community account on the 30th of April was £387,597.86. To note the balance on the CLL, sorry, CCLA account on the 30th of April was £81,689.84. And uh, I believe we need to approve and sign the month one accounts. Has everybody reviewed the pack that Joe sent round? Also on the uh, website. Yeah. Are you happy for us to approve that pack? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. I'll sign those, Joe. If you just want to sign the front page, that will actually be fine. Great. Okay, let's take that as well, Joe. And then item F is to appoint a councillor other than the chair, uh, and that's to check the bank statements uh, against bank reconciliation reports, and that's our standing order uh, 2.2. Do we have a councillor that would like to? No, I don't mind. Bernie, you did, you did it. Absolutely. Yeah. Are you happy? Is everyone yeah. happy for Bernie to? As long as Joe Patrick's into me. Okay, so. Bernie, you're our appointed councillor. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, agenda item eight, which is training. Uh, just to note that the clerk attended uh, the procurement training on Tuesday the twenty, sorry, Tuesday the sixteenth of May. Um, and to note that training course is provided by uh, CHALP, which is the Cheshire, Cheshire Association of Local Councils. Um, and we need to agree council attendance on training courses. Have those training, those dates been circulated around? Yeah, and they're, they're, again, they're on the website and they're on the link on the agenda as well. Uh, we, you did decide at the previous meeting that all members of the Finance Committee should attend Finance Training. We did. So uh, I'll circulate that to those members of the uh, Finance Committee meeting. Please re-attend it, don't worry. No. So Patrick, uh, Tony and Helen have already attended that training. Yeah, it was a Zoom, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a virtual training. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'd already done finance training as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm just making a note of that. Okay. So, and uh, Jason and Graham, you're attending tomorrow, Council of Induction run by Cheshire West and Chester. Mm -hmm. No, it's not. Cheshire Association of Local Councils, yeah. and I'll circulate details for you as well for that, but you won't be expected to do that tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And, and just to say, please do have a look um, at all the training that, that CHALP um, offers. It's really good training, um, um, particularly the, the kind of the, the, the good counsellor, that kind of induction training course. Um, it's a great overview, particularly if you've not had any experience um, of kind of local, local government. Um, yeah. But there's, there's lots of other training courses on there. And we do have a training budget, so I would urge all councillors to have, have a little look on there. And if you know, if you think you'd like to do something, please let, let Joe know. Um, we can get you booked on uh, to those courses. Mm -hmm. uh, but they're, they're really informative, um, so I'm, I'm sure you'll enjoy, you'll enjoy them. Uh, uh, item nine, so this is a delegate, delegated authority. Um, and this is um, to provide Joe with delegated authority to spend up to £1,000 for um, skip hire and to empty the cemetery building. Unfortunately, we do have um, some rats that have come back, um, and, and that's because there's quite a lot of grass seed 
in there, things where we used to do our own um, grounds maintenance. So we really do need to, to get that area clear um, and remove, remove the right infestation and the, the rubbish that's in there. I think the Christmas tree is stored um, in that building. And I do believe that the, the um, Christmas uh, festival group do have large numbers of boxes stored in people's garages at the moment. Uh, so it would be great if we could have a home for all of the kind of Christmas um, festival works and stuff uh, that, that, that they need. So um, are we happy to give delegated authority to Joe to get and to take those works up to a maximum of £1,000? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Everyone happy with that? Great. That's yeah. approved, Joe. Uh, item 10 is our lease arrangements. And that's to note the progress on the separation um, of the lease for Frodham Community Association and uh, Frodham Youth Association. So we agreed at, uh, was it the April meeting, um, to provide some funding uh, to ensure that those leases could be separated. Um, and that's, I think there was quite a lot of that to do with um, insurances um, and becoming charitable organisations and, and being able to kind of separate. Um, although they're going to still work together. Um, yeah, they're going to work together, yeah. I should probably hand over to you. You know more about this <coughs> than I do, don't you? Just so everybody's aware, um, the Frodham Community Association had one lease. And that one lease covered the land that both Frodsham Community Association and Frodsham Youth Association were based on. Of course, they both want to be separate entities, but there's only one lease. So what they want to do is rescind the original lease and then put two new leases in so they can follow their own particular path with charitable organisation and also with insurances, etc. So that's in the process now of getting sorted out. Um, the costings is basically for the cost of the um, um, solicitor. So that's been split. Initially, uh, there were suggestions that we would take the whole cost on. But we felt that seeing as it was to benefit their two organisations and to show um, support, we split it into three-thirds or so. Once it goes above that cost, if, for instance, they argue between themselves as to what's going to happen, then they pay the additional cost. They won't come back to the council and say, right, it's now going to be another £800, so now we want a third of that £800. We've provided the amount that we feel is for the initial cost to sort it out. If they decide to take it further, then they will pay the additional cost, which we thought was fair. Yeah. And it was agreed on the day, wasn't it? It was. So we capped um, uh, our, our expenditure. Yeah, our yeah, yeah. Great. Thank you. Thanks, Richard. I'm hoping that goes through fairly swiftly. I have received from the solicitor some heads of terms, which um, will be going through. Um, and they also require footprint of both buildings so that they can draw up separate diagrams, if you like, of who is responsible for what part of what the building. Right. So we've got that to sort out. I'll stand for that. Can I just ask what's happening with the land that's included in the lease? The part of the field? That will, that will remain with the community, community association. Yeah. So it's just the building that we're looking at. Because that stands alone as a separate lease? It, yeah, that yeah, was taken out in 2002, I think. Good enough. <laughs> Great, thank you. Thanks, Richard and Joe. Um, <coughs> item 11 is um, no longer an item, 
sorry, that one slipped yeah. slip through our quality assurance. Um, it shouldn't have been there. That's that's about um, tonight's meetings as opposed to future <coughs> meeting date. So uh, apologies for including that there. I should have picked that picked that one up. Um, and then item 12, we're actually going to go into a part B. So this is where we have to exclude um, members of the public and any stress that are still with us. <laughs> 